going to get started up in here this morning. We are in part two. Come on. Part two of Psalm 91. Part two, Psalm 91. Yesterday, if you were with us, um, you can go back and watch yesterday's if you were not. Uh, it was powerful. We're looking at praying Psalms 91. Praying Psalms 91 in spiritual warfare is the, is the theme of what we're talking about. We're taking the word of God, which never returns void to him, as it says in the word of God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It says that in Malachi and again Amen. in the New Testament about Jesus. So, guys, I want to encourage each and every one of you to understand when we walk in faith, when we walk in the belief, that's the pistis, that's the noun, and the pistio, which is the verb, the action of our faith. When we do these things and we trust in the Lord and we say it in Jesus' name, Come on. things are going to happen. Yes. So let's get started this morning. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning, everybody. For, thank you for joining in. Let's get started in prayer. All right. Well, Father God, Lord, we just come to you this morning with thanks and praise. Father God, I just say thank you, Jesus. I praise you, God, for everything, Lord. And you're so wonderful, Jesus. Yeah. I just love you, Lord, so much. And I just, I worship you and I praise you, Lord. You alone, Jesus. Yes. Holy Spirit, I thank you. And Holy Spirit, I invite you and I say you're welcome here. I say we make you comfortable. Yes, my God. This is about you. You and you, you alone. And you alone. <laughs> Have your way with each and every one of us today, Father. Holy Spirit, take over. Speak to us, speak through us yes. in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask, Lord, that you open our eyes, you open our ears, and you open our hearts to receive the word today. Father God. Lord, this is all about you and you alone. Yes, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we are here seeking Gosh. you and you alone. Father God, we are not seeking man. We're not seeking yes. woman. Open yes. our spiritual ears. Open our spiritual eyes. Give us revelation, knowledge, and wisdom from heaven. Not from the flesh, but from you, Father Thank God. You, Jesus. Lead us and guide us and direct us. Change us. Gracefully break each and every one of us, Father God, as we come into your word. Fill our hearts with your word. So that is what comes out of our mouth. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. amen and amen. Good morning, Jasmine. Good hey, morning. Jasmine. Good morning. Good morning, hey. sister. All right, guys. So we are going to get rolling this morning. I'm going to go ahead and start by reading uh, the entire Psalm 91. Uh, we read this yesterday. We are through verse 8, and we're going to go into verse 9 through 16 today. But we're going to start by reading the entire of Psalms 91, verses 1 through 16. So if you have your Bibles, if you're at home, go ahead and go to Psalms 91. I'll be okay. reading from the New King James Version to start us off. Here it says, he who dwells in the secret place Come of on. the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. And my fortress, my God in whom, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. Thank you, Jesus. you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor of the arrow that flies by day nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. 
A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Mm. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your in their hands. They shall bear you up, lest ye dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love Thank upon me, God. therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Wow. I, I love I love it um, and mine I'm reading out of the passion uh, yesterday I would come behind Ben and read out of the passion the title of mine says safe and secure guys we're in part two of this and I tell you what this is some good stuff yes. Psalms 91 if you have never read it if, or if you've read it I pray you look at it in a different way as we were reading yesterday and we're gonna finish up today I want to I want to say something Ben yes. I want to talk to us because it clearly states this clearly states this is for his children yes. who I said and I ended on this yesterday who are marked by God. Because when we look at the very first verse, very first verse, I know we're going to be jumping into nine today. Well, actually, nine we're referencing verse <clears throat> one, so that's perfect. Amen. Yes. Amen. So when we see in verse one, um, Let me read nine, and then you can reference, go reference ahead. one. Okay, guys, verse nine is he starts to repeat himself, and I want you to understand repetition in the Bible is extremely important. Amen. If it's once in there, you've got to do it. If it's twice, come on, man, there's some bells and whistles. Yes, if it's three times, three is a number of completion. When That's there's it. three times. Man, there's no if, ands, or buts. That's going to get taken care of. Mm -hmm. And here it says, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. What Paul's saying is, that's where I'm at. I'm with God. I am there with the Lord. I, he is my covering. He is who I stand next to. He is. I'm under his feathers. Yes. I'm under his wings. I'm under his protection. Yes. I, he is my mighty stronghold. Yes. And I live there. And because you have done these things and made him your dwelling place is a repetition of verse one. Amen. Good morning. I see you sisters on there. I say good morning, all my sisters. But I see uh, Jasmine. I see Mari. Good morning, sisters. Thank you. Um, all right. So verse one says, when you sit enthroned under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the stream of God most high. But I want to talk to you guys for a second, because as I said yesterday, and we on in, in the first part, these are for the marked people. And if we look, and there's a reference scripture that we're going to be going to this morning for me to back this up, is that when you 
are in the secret place. When you have a love, intimate love relationship with Jesus, this isn't for everybody. This is when you, when I go and you're sitting there and you're talking in the secret place with the father, this is for us. We know that us children of God, us daughters of the King of Kings, us we have this safe and secure Psalms 91 prayer that he says to us. And so I said this yesterday and I really wanted to clarify this because this is something that's really good that the Lord has put on my heart is that as Ben and I continue to study the word of God and we went over in Revelation and I was talking about the marked, the marked by God. What does that mean when you're marked by God, Ben? And so I want us to listen because it says it in verse one, and we just read in verse nine of Psalms 91. I want to turn to Revelation 7, verse 3. And I just want to tell you because I'm in my passion. Um, I love the way the passion reads. If you've never had a passion, the passion is all about the love side of the word of God. Um, it's written beautifully. Um, and so I'm going to be reading from the passion um, and I don't, and, and uh, let me, let me go there. So this is to, uh, we're going to start in Revelation seven, verse three. And you know, you're getting old when you got to pull your Bible back. You're going to read it from the passion, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So he's talking um, and he says, do not damage the earth. He's talking to an angel here. He says, do not damage the earth, the sea, or the trees until we have marked the loving servants of our God with a seal on their foreheads. Now, listen to me. The mark of Jesus on our forehead is, is saying that we have the mind of Christ. We have that intimate love relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. And I wanted you to know that, that we, we have been marked by God. We have been chosen by the Father in heaven. Now, remember that Satan is a duplicator. He's a copycat, okay? So when you hear about the mark of the beast or the mark, that is Satan's mark, okay? I'm just kind of throwing, I'm just letting you know there's a, you're marked by God. That's why we have safe and refuge when the times of all these horrible things that are coming against us, we have safety in his hand. We have protection from the father. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. And, and I know that she's reading from the writings of John. The apostle John is writing the book of Revelation. This is what this yes. is what John is writing in the Correct. book of Revelation through the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the book of Revelation is from John. So, and that's what I was just, I was referencing that. Um, and Psalms, um, Psalms is not through Paul either. Psalms David. is through David. This particular is, is written by David. Mm -hmm. That's what we're studying this morning is Psalms 91, written this particular Psalms. There's different Psalms, Psalm writers in Psalms, but this particular one is David. Just to make sure everybody is clear where we are at. Okay. So are you finished with that one? Mm -hmm. Okay. So guys, we have to understand, okay, everything that we're talking about with Psalms 91, anything that we're writing, that we're reading in the word of God, it is extremely important to understand what our relationship with God. 
our relationship. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can say I'm anything. I can say I'm a Baptist. I can say I'm a Methodist. I can say I'm a Lutheran. Episcopalian. I can say I'm a Catholic. I can say all of those things, but what that is so often, and I'm not every time, but so often that is religion. What I'm concerned is how intimate my relationship is with him. Because I'm going to tell you this relationship, I'm going to use this reference right here, my relationship with my wife, okay? Mm -hmm. If I'm abusive, if I'm running around on her, if I'm not doing the things that I need to in this relationship, she can't count on me and I can't count on her. Now, God is never, ever, you can always count on God. But I want you to understand something. If I am not faithful to this relationship and I am not here together with her in this relationship, okay, we know in the natural, these things are our relationship right here. If I'm running around on that relationship, not good things are going to happen. And I cannot count, she cannot count on me to do what I'm supposed to do. She may be faithful in her things, okay, but I'm unfaithful. Guys, when we don't have an intimate love relationship with God, we when we remove ourselves from his covering, when we are outside of the covering of his feathers and wings, when we remove ourselves oh, from the stronghold, when we take ourselves out and we go live in the pig pen with the prodigal son, we are away from that covering. So claiming things in that relationship, there is no expectations in the fulfillment of those things because we have been unfaithful. And you're saying, well, that's not the way God works. Absolutely, positively incorrect. When Jesus went back to his homeland in Nazareth and there was no faith in who he was, he says, a prophet is, is, is not without honor except in his homeland. He was unable to perform miracles because of their lack of faith. Some of us are treating God like a jackpot machine. Oh, oh, we're pulling that lever. We're, we're in the pig pen. Man. We're We are the sow wallowing in the mire or we're the Man. dog that is returning to its vomit. And we're expecting God to take care of us when we're reading his word or we're proclaiming things. When we get around to it, when Man, we need up. it, we're, we found ourselves in a very bad situation, in a very bad place. And all of a sudden, well, Nothing else worked, so let me try God. Nine, one, that's, one, God. that's not a relationship. These things are for those that are marked. Come on. These are for those that are, he knows that you are an intimate Man, relationship. And I'm not talking about perfection, but I am talking about a relationship. Yeah. My relationship with my wife is not always perfect. There's things that happen. However, we are not so prideful. We are not so stubborn. We are not so rebellious not to say, I'm sorry. Right. I, 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 I did not mean to do that. I did not mean to say that. I did not mean to react that way. And we repair that relationship in that moment. Some of you are having problems in your intimate relationships with others is because you're stubborn and you're rebellious. What, 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 what? Some of you are having problems with your boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, and wives because you're stubborn and rebellious. Oh, man, hold up. I'm going to tell you something, guys. Mm. It is very difficult mm. for you to have the kind of relationship mm. with God as if you cannot have proper relationships in the natural. It's always going to bleed into one another. 
The more intimate your relationship Man. is with the Father in heaven, the more that love is going to pour out into your relationships here on earth. Likewise, if you are always at <laughs> each other's throat, and I'm, I know we're going to get into Psalms 91, but God's speaking right now mm. through me. I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you what I feel in my spirit. When we treat each other, we test each other. We are, we, we, we cause jealousy within each other. Man. We're always arguing. We're taking our own emotional emotions and projecting them on somebody else. We end up doing the same thing with God. Whoa. That is called being out of order. Man. That is so important because Preach. when we go into Timothy and to Titus to show the things that of people that are doing yeah. things within the church, he talks about the order. They have to be the husband of one wife. Yes. The wife of one husband. They have to be faithful. They have to be not somebody that is prone to drinking. There's all kinds of things that are spoken yes. of there. And if you want to be what God, we should all fit those models My because God. we all got something to do within the body of Christ. It doesn't matter if you're a finger or you're a, a toenail on a big toe. You still need to fit the model of what Amen. God proclaims in his word. Well, I don't have to do that because I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. If that was true, if you were covered with the blood of Jesus, mm -hmm. you would not say those things. Man, hold up. Because that is Jasmine not in line the with stars. the word. Of, thank you very much for those. Guys, I want to tell you, this right here is our owner's manual. Mm -hmm. And if you're not living and projecting what this says in your life, if you're not meditating Psalms 91, so, excuse me, Psalms 1, meditating on this day and night, if you're not doing that, which what brings prosperity, not financial, I'm talking about spiritual, mental, and physical prosperity. Come on. When you meditate on this day and night, you can proclaim it because you know who you are, because you, you know, know whose you are. You Come are on. living according to his teaching. Yes. So now, now that you understand this, let's go in. You, go let, ahead, yeah, go ahead. I, man, thank you, Holy Spirit. This is this is so good, and I appreciate that, Ben, because it's straight up truth. Here's the thing, guys, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this. This is something that, and this this is why I started with the way I started because I felt in my spirit. I want us to understand something, just like Ben said, coming pouring from his heart that the Lord spoke through him. Here's the thing. This is a prayer. My sister said it. Few, <laughs> so many of us. Oh, I'm covered. I'm covered by the blood. I'm covered. I am covered by his grace. No, you're outside of his will. You're not walking in what he said to walk in. Hold up. I want to talk for a minute and put myself on blast because what Ben said is who Leslie used to be. I was out of order. I was not doing the things that I needed to do, but I called myself a card Christian. I was like, man, I'm Christian. My family's Christian. My mama prays. My grandma prays. I go to church, but I was not in a love, intimate love personal relationship where I went in that secret place, shut the door, pleasing my father, pleasing this relationship. It's all about pleasing him, glorifying him, obeying his commandments, telling him, listen, I was out of order as a wife. I would put my kids, I was got it all out of whack. And until Jesus said, correction, listen, young lady, listen, listen. He said, listen, daughter, you're out of order. 
And then I had to realize, oh, no wonder things are going down the way things are going down. No wonder I have these feelings stirring up inside of me. No wonder because I was blinded and I was outside of doing what his will was. Then when you come in, this is this, this is why it says it twice. That's why the word of God, we got to listen with Listen, when he says it once, pay attention twice. But when he keeps on and we see it in one, we see it in 90, uh, Psalms 91, one, Psalms 91, nine. When you are with him, when you seek him, when you are in that private secret place with God, this is when you can call upon him. When we are going through the times when, when things come upon us and we are in a moment where we don't have food, we don't have water, we're in a panic mode and the world is going to hell in a handbasket for the few that are chosen. This is the prayer that we're going to call upon, that we're going to lean upon and say, Jesus, you have me. You hold me. You take care of me. Father God, the God most high, you're with me in this time. You're covering me with your feathers. You are here for me. Why will he protect us and not others? Because we made a choice. We made the decision to say, I choose to go into the place with my father. I choose to put God first. I choose to deny myself, pick up my cross and follow him. I choose to love you with all my heart, all my soul and all my mind. I choose to let go of the world. I choose to say no to the foolishness. Come on somebody. I pray this is lit. I pray somebody's understanding that this, This prayer, this word of God is for the ones that have made a choice to serve him and him alone. I'm not saying perfection because, baby, I'm far from it. But I strive to get through that narrow gate. No matter if I'm if I'm like this and I'm one hand in, I'm going to get through because I don't want to be here in this world. It pleads the world i want to please my father and do every single thing i can to be pleasing to him because i love jesus i love him he laid his life down he laid it all down for me yes so all i can do is live for him amen amen hallelujah all right okay amen so so guys so you understand okay (laughs) <laughs> Understand how important I, I, I love my my sister Shanta fr- from over there in India is with us. I see Bridget from Uganda. Hey, with us. y'all! Good morning, guys. Good morning. So hey, I, Ashley. Hey, guys on YouTube. Thanks for joining us. So Praise I want I want you to understand, guys, and, and the things that we're speaking. Amen, Mel. I love my Jesus. Amen. So, guys, I want you to understand something. You know, I, I don't want anybody to live in a lie. I don't want anybody to live in the deceit that is out there in the world today. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to do these things Mm-mm. because you are either in or you are out. Come on. Okay. You are either saved or you are not saved. Man, okay. On. And being born again and then going and living the way you want to live mm-hmm. is not what salvation is is you may be born again but if you are not led by the spirit and you are led by the flesh you know my 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 precious spiritual daughter over there said if you are not if you are out of order you are not living under the covering 
of God. You're Come not on. living under his covering. You're not living under his protection. You're not living under these things. Come on. Guys, if, if I say I am a, an American, okay, and I get tired of living in America and I go to France per se, okay, and I never become a citizen of France and I'm always a citizen of America, I'm not under the covering of France. Come on. I cannot call myself a citizen of France Man, if I'm still living as an American in France. Okay, guys, it is no different in the spiritual. On, if on. I say that I am living as a Christian, I am living in the body of Christ, mm. and I am still living as the old man, I am lying to myself. Man. Where is this? Where, where, what are you talking about? I want to just, before we get into Psalms, I want to read something to you. This is this is Revelation. Okay. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1. I'm going to go to Revelation chapter 3, verse 1. I'm going to switch my glasses out so I can keep are my... Are you going to put it on the screen? Or... No. Revelation chapter 3. I'd have to advance a bunch of stuff. So, sure. guys, you know, if you're driving... Don't grab your Bible, but if you're at home, grab your Bible because I want you to see this. I want last you to see last book in the Bible. Last book, and these are red letter words. Yes, Jesus, red letter words are in the book of Revelation. Come on. It says in chapter three. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're just going to read three, one through six. To the angel of the church of Sardis, write, He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars says these things. It's about Jesus. He's speaking about himself. This is who I am, and I'm the one speaking. I know your works. He knows us. When you say he knows my heart, he does. Yes. He knows your heart, and he knows what you're about. He knows your works. He knows your pistis, which is the verb of your faith. <laughs> he knows these things, okay? That you have a reputation of being alive. Now that sounds great because I'm alive. However, he says, but you are dead. Mm. He knows that you are in church. He mm. knows that you are, you're, you're waving your Bible around. He knows that you are posting scriptures on Facebook, but he says, you're not alive. You are spiritually dead. You say you have been born again, Man. but your salvation is dead. My God. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain but are ready to die. He says, Man, you still have a chance. It looks rotten. It looks dead. Jesus. He says, But you have an opportunity right now. Man. For I have not found your works perfected before God. Again, there it is. The practicing of righteousness compared to the practicing of unrighteousness. Jesus. It is imperfect when we do the things of this world, when we say we're okay in our sin, when we're living a sinful lifestyle, when we're doing these things and we say we're serving God, we are lying. What is it? James says that. He says your faith. He says, you're lying. It's James or Jude. I don't remember which one it is. He says, you're lying to yourself about your religion, which is our relationship to Jesus. He says in verse three, remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. 
You've received the knowledge of the word of God. You've received the truth of Jesus Christ. You know to worship in spirit and in truth. You know to walk by the spirit and not in the flesh. You know these things. It says, hold fast. Come back to me. Yes. Repent. Yes. Return to me. Get out of the pig pen and come back to me. Therefore, if you will not watch, if you continue to do the things that you're doing, you continue to live the, the homosexual lifestyle, you continue to continue to drink and, and get drunk, you tend to continue to have bouts of wrath, you continue to backbite, you continue to do these Shack things. Up with someone not married. Shack up with somebody and you're not married. I will come upon you as a thief and you will not know the hour mm. I will come upon you. Some of you are waiting. Some of you are waiting, well, I, I can't get out of this situation. I got to stay in this situation. Some of you are waiting right now. And if he returns right now as a thief in the night, it's very clear what happens. Hmm. Verse four. Jesus. But you have, this is what he says. You have a few people in Sardis that have not soiled their garments. He says, you have a few people that are living righteously. You have a few people that are living by my word. You have a few people that are walking in the truth of Jesus Christ. Mm. They shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white. Overcome. What does it say? The one that overcomes in the end will be saved. It, it not like, well, I, I'm saved. I'm good. I can just, I can dirty up my garment all mm -hmm. I want to. No, not at all. It says the one that endures to the end will be saved in the word of God. Oh, God. It says he who overcomes shall be clothed in white. I will not blot his name out of the book of life. Yep. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. If you live that way, he will not blot your name out of the book of life. But if you do not live that way, then your name will be removed. Well, I was born again. Well, you will be a born-again person in hell because you do not live righteously. You do not live according to the word of God. You're living in your sin, and you're making a perfection out of your sin because you're practicing willfully your sin. I can give you scripture after scripture after scripture. Jesus. But I will confess his name. Because he did not blot the, our names out of the book of life because we lived white in our garments, Jesus. our spiritual walk. My God. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let, let him, him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. I say these things, guys, because I want you to understand. We are going to get into Psalms 91, but in order to understand what Psalms 91 Thank will you. do for you, you will have to understand who you need to be with him. Yes. You need to be in that relationship with him. You need, and your relationship with God does not include you doing what you want to when it comes to sin. It does not include you just, you mambly pambly walking through, tickle me Elmo Christian, cupcake Christian, all whatever you want to call those things, lukewarm, half hood, half holy, no such thing. You are either all in or you're all out. And I'm going to tell you guys, the reason I say these things is because it's important to be all in. Come on. Why? Because his word is for those that are marked. His word are for those that are in a relationship. His word, you, so often you know, well, that doesn't make sense. 
go to the father. And I'll, and you know, I'll talk to people and they sit they're they're card carrying Christians and they just don't understand then, the word you. of God. And the reason they don't understand the word of God is because they walk in the flesh come and not in the, by the spirit. So let's go into Psalms 91. Man, in, come on. We're in. Our, our daughter in love is, is telling us, she said, speak the truth. Give up your tiny baby feelings to live in maturity with him. Come on. Here, here's the thing, guys. We need to stop saying our sin is okay. I don't know. I think my sister, maybe somebody over here said it. I, I'm telling you, we have got to stop just thinking our sin is a-okay because it is stinking and it is rotten. It is rotting us. It is not the fruit that he said for us to be in. We need to get real. We need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves. We need to open our eyes. We need to wake up. We need to come alive, as it says, because... It's talking in Revelation 3. That is to the dead church. He's yes. saying, wake up. Wake up. Come on. Open your eyes. Wake up. The alarm is sounding. I'm coming. You're over here sleeping on the dog. Get into it. Amen. Into a love, personal relationship. An intimate. And listen, you're on here today, and you're, you probably don't like me. That's okay right now. But listen. I'm going to preach the truth according to his word. Yes. Here's the thing, because I love you and I want you in heaven because I want us to be heavens together, living and serving and loving God all together. Amen. Amen. That's why we bring this to you. But I want you to know just if you're out there doing these things, you don't have Psalms 91. The thing that you can say, I'm in a safe and secure place and I need to call upon him, even though I'm in my sin, but I'm covered with the blood. It doesn't work that way. No. Exactly right. I mean. Okay. So now we're on Psalms 91. <laughs> we're in verse 9. Right. I want to make sure we preface this, okay? Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. We just referenced that. It goes back. It's a combination of verse 1. So let's move on. To, Can I to, just read mine really quick? I'm going to read from the passage real quick. Okay. It says, when we live our lives within the shadow of God most high, our secret hiding place. Oh, come on. This is what I'm talking about. Those of you, you better know what a secret place is. Come on. We will always be shielded from harm. Always. Huh? When we, when we what? Man, hold we up. live in the shelter shadow. of El Shaddai. Right. When we are in His shadow, when we live in His stronghold, when we have an intimate love relationship with Him, where there's no yes. difference, He and we are one with Him. Then. Then nothing will befall us. It says, no evil shall befall you in verse 10, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Amen. Reference scripture, reference scripture, verse 10, we just read, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. The reference scripture that we're looking at is Proverbs 12, 21. Amen. Proverbs 12, 21. We are referencing scriptures from Psalms 91 throughout the Old Testament because we are in spiritual warfare. We are, we are using his word to fight our battles. No grave trouble will overcome the righteous, but the wicked shall be filled with evil. I want to look at something here real quick. I want you to look at the difference between righteous and evil in the Hebrew. Okay, so we're going to drop this down. It says, no great trouble will overcome the righteous. Now, what is the righteous? 
The righteous, Sadiq, is just, is lawful. One's right. Righteousness is justified and, vind and vindicated by God. Right, correct, lawful in what? Conduct, Conduct and, and character. character. Okay. Bingo. So I understand. I want to make sure everybody is clear. The only reason that we are righteous is because of Christ Jesus. Yes. But there's a second aspect of righteousness that we need to understand that comes with our conduct and our character. Man, come on. Okay. If I say I'm a good person, if I say that I'm the pillar of the community, if I say these things and my home is out of order, if I say these things and my conduct is unbecoming, if I say these and you know my character is not what it should be, I am a liar. Because if you say I am righteous through Christ Jesus, you're one to exemplify who Jesus is in your life. You will not want to scream and shout, cuss and drink and do all of these things because your relationship with Christ Jesus, who makes you righteous, you are a new creation and you want to show others that. Come on. Why? To be pleasing to the Father. What is the difference between that and the wicked? Let's look at the wicked here. Okay? Wicked. Morally wrong. A bad person. Ungodly. Guilty one. Now, you could say, well, we're not guilty because of, of Jesus. You are 100% correct. The guilt, once you've repented from something, you are not guilty anymore. But... Wicked is hostile to God. What is hostile to God? Hostile to God is when his word says don't do it and you do do it. That is love of the world and love of the world is what? Enmity with God. That is hostility and hatred with God. Wicked is anybody learning anything today? Come on. Wicked is the guilt of sin against God and man. Hold on a second. You mean it's not just about God? No. Let me tell you something. Woo! Some of us are sinning against man in what we say. We are sinning against man because we're in relationships. We may be shacking up with somebody. You're sinning against that person by shacking up with them. You're sinning with, uh, with against man and against God by living in a homosexual relationship. You're sinning and you're guilty because... Uh, when you everything falls apart, you run straight to the bottle instead of straight to your knees. These are things that would fall under wickedness. So if you want no great trouble, it says it will not overtake the righteous. But the wicked shall be filled with evil. When you are sinning deliberately and willfully, when things come to you and they come into your door, don't blame God. Because it is your wickedness that is opening up those portals for evil. Mm, come on. Okay, so moving on. Verse 11. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Thank you, Jesus. We go to Psalms 34, verse 7. Psalms 34, Verse 7, and the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him 
and delivers them. This is so important. Now we all want, we all want this. We all want his angels to have charge and to keep us. We want our, his ministering angels to keep us safe on the roads. He wanted ministering angels to look around us. We, however, there are angels there that are on watch, and there's those that are protecting. What is the difference? Mm, that's good. It's right here. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. Man. And that's what delivers him. Ooh. If you have now you're like, well, I fear the Lord. Really? Whoa. You're willfully and deliberately doing things, wow. then that is not fear of the Lord. If you are willfully and deliberately wow. doing things that are fall under the wickedness, fall under sin, it doesn't matter if you have been saved since you were seven years old. If you are doing these things, you are not in fear and reverence and awe and veneration of the Lord. You are serving the flesh and the angels. They're not encamped around you. They're standing back and they're watching for the Lord. Wow. That's it. Plain and simple. Woo! The way to be delivered by the angel is to live in the reverence and awe and veneration of God. Amen. Not your flesh, but of God. Mm. Moving on. If you have anything, let me know, baby. Yeah, no, okay. On. So we're going on to verse 13. Actually, let me read no, verse so 12. On. We read verse 12 too. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. All of that comes with what? Fear of the Lord. Man. Reverence, awe, veneration, complete subjectiveness. Willingly, not by compulsion. Not because, well, that's how I'm not going to go to hell. No, that's the wrong mentality. The mentality should be, I want a more intimate relationship with God. Not for fire insurance, but because you want a relationship with God. Verse 13. Amen. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. The reference scripture here is we're going to Daniel chapter 6, verse 22. Daniel 6, 22. My God sent his angels and shut the lion's mouth so they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him. And also, O king, I have done no wrong before you. Okay, let's look at this. What caused the angels to shut the lion's mouths? Two things. Yes. Daniel was pleasing to God. Amen. Okay. Now, for us, that would be our salvation, the righteousness of Jesus, and walking by the Spirit. Come on. That's what would happen for us. Now, you know, as we know, Jesus was not there for Daniel. He was the other in the fire for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego just a couple chapters before that. However, he was righteous. He was innocent before God. But the second part, the second part, this evil, wicked king that had him in bondage. Come on. That was making edicts that affected him, was wanting worship of the people over himself. Okay? He never did wrong by the king. I say this, guys, because so many 
many of us want to do things to somebody, but it's not up to us. Your actions speak louder than your words. Some of you want to go to somebody and start just screaming Bible verses at them. I'm going to tell you your actions. You can go to first Peter ladies. If you want to change your man, go to first Peter, first Peter three, verse one, Come on. first Peter three, verse one says, keep your mouth shut and let your actions speak. I'm paraphrasing, but that applies to every single one of us in life. Come the, on. The, the, the fool is quickly known by what? Opening their mouths. Come okay? on. The wise, even the foolish, are looked upon as wise when they keep their mouths shut. So, guys, I'm going to tell you, your actions speak louder than your words is biblical. Our actions must do what? Emulate who? Christ. Jesus yes. Christ. Amen. You know, I want to read mine really quickly. It says, you know, we're in verse 13. And I love this because us, who he's protecting, you'll even walk unharmed amongst, amongst the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. Amen. Luke 10, 19. This is this right here. Victory is, is a, a choice. choice. Luke 10, 19, guys. Here's the thing. When we are in a room full of evilness, wickedness, no matter what, and we come up against Satan himself, we know that we can go head to head right in the middle of it. And God says, right now, you can put them under your heel. You can trample upon them. You can step on those scorpions, step on those snakes, step on the dragon in the name of Jesus. That's what it's talking about, that we can go head to head in the name of Jesus because it says you will not rule somebody. You will be unharmed among them. Isn't that amazing how good God is? We, we, his chosen, <coughs> his children, have that in the name of Jesus. And that says Luke 10, 19, just want to read it. Look, look, this is Jesus speaking, red letter words again. Look, I give you authority Come on. to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Man, hold up. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Come on. Praise God. He has given you the authority. Well, this has happened in my life because you've given the authority to the devil. You've given him the authority. Man. Take the authority back from the enemy. Take it back and don't let him take it again. Walk in the authority that Christ Jesus paid for on the cross in your life. He shed his blood so you can be victorious. He shed his blood so you could be healed. Yes. He shed his blood so you could be restored. He shed his blood so you could be a new creature in Christ Jesus. So many of you are, are allowing things in your life because you're tiptoeing out there in the world every once in a while. You're putting your toe in the water. Is it cold? Man. Is it warm? I'm going to test these things out just a little bit. No, Jesus has given you the authority to trample on your temptations, to trample on the enemy, to trample on the trials that come, to trample come on, on the past addictions, to yes. trample on the anxiety, to trample on your weakness of your flesh, to trample. That's what the serpents and the scorpions are. And it says, and by no means will you be harmed by any power of the dark kingdom, Man, including up. Satan himself. If Satan knocks on your door, you are victorious over him in Christ Jesus. Yes. But I want to make sure you understand something. Verse 20 is so vitally important. 
You have all of these things. But we're going to go back to what we talked about about the dead church a moment ago in Revelation chapter 3, 1 through 6, verse 20. It says, nevertheless, do not rejoice that the spirits, those are the demonic spirits, are subject to you, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Come on. In the book of life. Yes. That's what's so vitally important to understand. Yes, because listen, I want to tell you something. Here's the deal, guys. Okay, victory is a choice. We're victorious. We're conquerors. We have the authority. But here's here's the key right here. This whole message, part two, is about being marked, about being in a love, intimate relationship. Because here's the thing. The name Jesus is the one that drives the demons out. Come on. We do deliverance Tuesday through Friday, cast out thousands and thousands of demons. But here's the deal. If I don't have a relationship with Jesus, if I don't have oh, that personal, he says... Away from me, I know you not, you workers of iniquity. All of that means nothing. nothing. Oh, well, Leslie and Ben, they were delivered, so they cast out demons. They did all that. That's healed, Jesus. Healed, that's Jesus. That's Jesus' name. They healed the sick. They can't. Come on, Mark. <laughs> we did the Great Commission. But Mark 16, 15, If I do not have a personal love. Intimate. Intimate relationship, spending time in the secret place, spending time devoted to God, spending time walking out uh, righteously and doing according to his will. My name is not in the book. I've done it for nothing. Yes. So what's, that's what's important. That's knowing, God does know our heart. Because God knows our heart. He knows our thoughts. He knows everything before we do it. He knows it all. That's when we can claim Psalms 91. That's when we can walk victoriously. That's when we know. That's why we say victory is a choice because it is a choice to know that you're victorious. Yes. It is a choice to stand on your authority. It's a choice to go into the secret place. It's a choice to have a love relationship with Jesus. It's a choice to strive and go through that narrow gate. It's a choice to be persecuted on a daily basis because I love Jesus and people think I'm cray cray. People think, my God, she's out. she's lost her mind now. I don't care because I'm not here to please you. I'm here to please God. Come on. That's what it's about because Amen. I know in the end that I know that I've done everything because I love Jesus. I love him with all my heart, all my soul, and all my mind in the name <coughs> of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Amen. All right, so we are in. Well, I know, I know. We're gonna get. We're gonna keep going. Psalms. We're we're now in Psalms ninety one, verse fourteen. Psalms ninety one, verse fourteen. Here we go. This is God speaking. Okay, up to this point, the psalmist was writing about his relationship with God and what that means. Okay, what it means for us. Here is God speaking. Because He has set His love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. See, guys, all of that we've been talking about falls into what God says. Because we have set our love upon him. Because we have given everything to him. We've made the choice to live by him. We've made the choice to walk in the footsteps of Jesus Christ. We've made the choice not only to be born again, but to work out our salvation. Therefore, God will deliver us. Some of people are waiting for God to deliver them, and you're living in the world. 
you are wanting the wrong things. You're wanting your cake and you're wanting to eat it too. You need to cast your cares upon him. Focus on him. Last night, Rose over there on, on YouTube brought up uh, about in, in Proverbs Proverbs 3, I believe, uh, the, the this strange woman, okay? So I want you to understand, it said that the eye, the eye is so important. Why is the eye so important? It's what we focus on. If I'm with my wife and I'm at a restaurant and I'm looking at every woman that walks by, no matter how they're dressed, no matter how they look, I'm eyeballing, I'm looking down to see the junk in the trunk. If I'm doing those types of things, yeah, she'll poke my eyes out. But if I was doing those things and I'm with my wife, I'm not with my wife. I'm with that woman. Do you see here? Our love needs to be on him because our focus needs to be on him. If I'm saying I'm serving him and I'm looking at the world all day long, I'm scrolling through porn all day long, and I'm, I'm looking, I'm, 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 wow. I'm texting my friends, it's Thursday night, nice bar night. Let's go out and have fun. If I'm focusing on those things, I don't have an intimate relationship with God because my focus is not on him but on the world. Come on. Psalms 910 is the reference scripture. Psalms 910. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Man, if you know his name, you put your trust in him. Yes. He is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. He is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God of healing. He is Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. He is El Roy, the God who sees. He is Jehovah Nisi, the God, my banner. And it goes on and on and on. That's who I lean on. That's who I focus on. The world will fall apart. The world will betray you. My, their people will let you down. I let her down and she lets me down all the time. But God will not let you down because he is unfailing. That's it. He is infinite. That's it. He's omnipresent. That's omniscient. It. He knows all. He does all. He's in all times. Amen. Trust in him in every aspect of your life. Amen. Psalms 91, verse 15. Amen. This again, God is speaking here. He, that's you, that's me, shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him Thank in trouble. God. I will deliver him and honor him. Amen. You see the progression, where we need to stay, who we need to be with, how intimate we need to be. And when we trust in him and know him's name, when we call upon him, you know, we, we don't have to scream and shout because we're so close to him. If I say, Leslie, Leslie, she hears me. She turns, you see her head turn to me when I call. That's how close we need to be with God. Reference scripture is 1 Samuel 2 and 30. Therefore, 1 Samuel 2 and 30, therefore the Lord God of Israel says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, far be it for me, for those who honor me, I will honor. And those who despise me, I shall be lightly esteemed. I will give no honor to. Lightly esteemed. 
So what does that say? We need to honor our Father in heaven. We need to honor him. We need to fear him. We need to glorify him. We need to give him all the honor. When we do those things, he will. He will. What? What will he do? When we call upon him, he will answer. Yes. And when we have trouble, he will deliver us and he will honor us. Have you ever been, I just want to say this, I'm reading in the Passion and, and it's so beautiful. It says, I will answer your cry for help every time you pray and you will find and feel my presence even in the time of pressure and trouble. I will be your glorious hero and give you a feast. Mm. Have you ever been in a situation where you don't know what to do? You feel the pressure, you feel the heat, you're drowning and you need a rescue. You're sinking underneath that water. Waves are crashing up on you. You feel the fire coming up closer to you and you say, Jesus, help me. I have, but I'm going to tell you, he hears those who he knows. He says, I know your name and I'm going to reach down and help you in the time of your trouble. There's so many of you on right now that we've gone through so many praise reports. Glory to God. Yes. Praise the Lord. So many people have screamed and cried out with moanings and utterance and said, Jesus, help me. Help me, God. And that's what he does. He reaches in and he helps us. But I'm here to tell somebody that if you call up to the name of Jesus, he rescues you. Don't you forget it the next time you come in trouble again. Don't sit there and be like, well, he did it that time. Maybe this is too big for him. Our God says, cry out and I will answer in the time of your need, in the time of trouble. Our God is a God who's a saver. He's a rescuer. He comes in in the times and he comes over. When we are going through, when, when things happen, and things are going to continue to happen. Just heard a lot of stuff last night. We exposed a lot of things last night in Bible study that we will, we probably will be bringing to you guys. But here's the thing. When there is no more money, when there is no more food, when there is no more uh, water, when there is no more money to grab and to get something for your children that are starving to death and the end times are upon us, what are you going to do? Who are, you lean on? who are you going to lean on? Because the world ain't going to save you. That's only it. Jesus only will. Only Jesus will. Last, last verse, Psalms 6, 91, verse 16. Mm. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Of course, we know what our salvation is. That is Jesus Christ. We're going to reference Psalms 21, Hallelujah. verse 4. Sunday. Yes, Janie, thank you. He yes. asked life from you and you gave it to him length of days forever and ever. Ever and ever. I want you to understand something. When we ask him for life, yes. when we receive our salvation, yes. when we receive, we become a born again, so to speak. We have forever and ever with going to be with our father. Yes. But I want you to understand something. If we decide to walk in the world, if we decide to do some of these things that we've spoken about today, we remove ourselves from that. We remove ourselves from forever and ever with our father. Yes, and as we look, as Jesus says, 
the faithful and the wicked servant. Gotcha. Ash. The, the wicked servant is cut into and cast out with the unbelievers. He was a servant in the father's house. He lived in the refuge and the stronghold of El Shaddai, but he made decisions to live a wicked life. He was a wicked servant. And Jesus says that person is cut in two. That's the separation, the removal. You are no longer in a relationship. That servant is cast out with the unbelievers. I want to go real quick. I want to go back through. I want you to see how, how to pray this. And I'm going to, I'm going to just do this, this real quickly. I know we're, we're getting into the eight o'clock hour and we're losing a lot of people, but I, I, I know what I feel in my spirit. I want I want to show you for those of you that want to, to understand how powerful the scripture is. It says, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go from one to the end. Father God, I will dwell in your secret place. I will dwell in the presence of the Most High. I will abide under your shadow. And I will say to you that you, and I will say to everybody that knows me, that you, Father God, are my refuge and you are my fortress. You are my God and I trust in you alone. You will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. I have no doubt about that. There will be no perilous pestilence that touches me because you and you alone protect me. Verse four, you cover me with your feathers and under your wings, I will live my life. Father God, you are my shield and my buckler. You're my shield and you're the wall that is built around me. I will stay in that intimate relationship with you. Father God, I will never fear the terror by night. There's no hold on me. I will never feel the, fear the arrows, the fiery darts that the enemy fires at me all day long yeah. because I hold my shield of faith up high because I have my trust and belief in you. Verse 6, Father, I will never fear the pestilence that walks in darkness. I trample on snakes and scorpions because you are my light. Yes, God. Nor I will I have an issue with the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Father God, because a thousand may fall around me and 10,000 may be falling by the sword that I carry, your double-edged sword, the sword of the Spirit, your word that is in my right hand, because they will never come near me. And only with my eyes, Father God, I do not have to act enact vengeance. Because vengeance is yours, Lord, and only with my eyes will I see the reward of the wicked. Because I have made you, Lord, because you are my refuge, you are my most high, and I dwell with you. I am in my secret place with you, Father God. Yes. No evil will befall me. No evil will befall my wife. No evil will befall my children. No evil will befall my uh, grandchildren. No evil will befall them. I stand in that spiritual authority that you give me, Jesus. Yes, Nor will any plague come near me. Father God, I rebuke and bind any one cell organism. It must bow to the name of Jesus. Yes, Father God, you give your angels charge over me because I say in your ways, I trust and have faith in you. I know you by name. I have an intimate relationship with you and their hands will bear me up and I will never dash my foot against a stone. Yes. Father God, you give me the authority and the power to step on the lion's neck, to walk on the cobra's head. 
and the young lion and the serpent, I trample them underfoot because of you, Father God. And Father God, it says that if I've set my love on you, that you will deliver me. You says that when I do these things, Father God, you will set me on high because I have known your name. I trust your name. I believe your name and I walk in your name. I profess your name day and night. And Father God, when I call on you, you answer me every single time in my times of trouble. You deliver me and you honor me. Unworthy as I am, you honor me. And Father God, I receive long life. I receive the long life that you and you alone have given me through Jesus Christ in my relationship with you. And I claim this over my entire household in Jesus' mighty name. I wanted to share that with you because that's how you pray scripture. You don't have to say exactly what I say. Use the scripture. When you know his name, when you're in intimate love relationship with him, you spend time with him. You know that his word never <coughs> returns void to him. Walk in that voice. Walk in that logos, that written word of God, and speak it, the rima, spoken word of God in your life. Amen. Amen. So good. So good. I've seen many of your prayers. Uh, Marcella, I got you down. I know you had to go into work, but I thank you all for staying on. And uh, so. Uh, Pressure. You got all these down? I've got every prayer request down. Yes. On YouTube <coughs> and Facebook. Amen. 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 After, after, after the live, I'll put in the scriptures into the comments, all the scriptures that we went through today. We'll put uh put those in uh, the comments. So guys, we're gonna go into prayer. You and we're gonna wait a little bit, or do you have all the prayers? Uh yeah, I, I have them right here. Okay, you want to read them real quick? Yeah, while I'm, we're waiting. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting them. Yes, I've got today, guys. Please keep uh the Pierce family in in prayer. Their daughter Haley is going for surgery today. Um, Angela, I have you unspoken in your family. I've got Ashley unspoken. Uh, Marcella Gonzalez, her children's heart, mind, uh, more of Jesus, less of her. Blanca, unspoken. Jennifer, health, Ollie, sugar. Um, Donna is asking, is praying all in the book. Guys, if you're new with us, we keep a book. We have for, we've got two books filled up. I ask you to pray. Um, yes, thank you that we Jamie, finally get over this three weeks. Yes, all this sickness in Jesus' yes. name. Praying for your family and you guys. Thank you, Anna. Love you. Um, amen. Amen. Unspoken for Naomi. Hey, I didn't even see her. Hey, Naomi. Hey. So, guys, if as we go into prayer, I want to encourage each and every one of you, if you would, please, if you have your prayer language, go ahead and, and, and use your prayer language during this prayer time. Why? Because it says in Romans chapter 8, when we know not what to pray for, the Holy Spirit comes in utterances. Uh, these are groanings that we do not understand. And it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul says, what do I do? Well, I pray in the Spirit and I pray with understanding. I sing in the Spirit. And I sing with understanding. So I encourage you to do that. If you have your prayer language, please do that and join in. Pray for your coworkers, salvation, healing, get rid of bad language. Amen. Yes, Amen, Donna. You rebuke and bind those things. Oh, she had it. She she came in late because she had to ride the bus. <laughs> yes. Sister. However you come hey, in, however, glory to God. However, to allow God to guide my 
uh, yep, and lean on my own understanding in Jesus' name, allow his voice to overcome everything else. Amen. Who's that, Jasmine? Yes, Jasmine Nicole. Thank you, Janie. Thank, thank you. you, Janie. Thank you. Thank you very much. I got much. you. I got you, sis, Jasmine. Um, Do we have any other prayer requests over on Hallelujah. YouTube? YouTube, Aroni guys over there. Any of you guys have any prayer requests? Thank you very much. Guys, Norma. I just want I just want to let you guys know. I thank you guys for standing in agreement. But guys, we have people, um, people who are praying for each one of you. And when, like Miss Donna said, I'm praying for all in the book. Well, you don't need to know the names and each thing, but just pray and lift them up to Jesus because He already, God knows. God already knows. And so I thank you all for standing there. I got yes, you. Yes, Maria, got you. I got down. you, Maria. I am so excited to see all of you coming up on the 29th. Yeah. I cannot wait. Absolutely, and I'm not my sister, so I'm gonna. Go, I know, I know. Okay, because I am putting that on there real quick. Uh, I'm just putting it on there. The uh, both on uh, both YouTube and Facebook. That's the event we would love to have you guys, Cambria, uh, my cousin, to feel love of Jesus and be healed in Jesus' mighty name. We have her now. Uh, who was that young man that uh, Michelle Lopez wanted us to pray for? He, uh, the autistic child. The, yes, if you could put him down, mm -hmm. uh, he's in the hospital for some testing and, and they're having some difficulties that the peace of the Lord be on that child in Jesus in mighty, mighty name. name Jesus. Uh, are we still praying for Violet and Cameron? Okay. Yes. In Jesus mighty name, Father God. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be fire. Yes. Amen. amen. All right, guys. So we're going to go into prayer. If you have more prayer requests, if something comes to your remembrance, during prayer, please type it out. Even if we're in the middle of prayer, I will be praying with my eyes open to make sure that we cover every single prayer request. If you come on later in the day, if you're watching this broadcast later, because I know many do, uh, please put your comments of your prayer request on there as well, because we do pay attention to the feed later in the day. Father God, we come before you right now Stretch in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Father God, it. we just lift up every single prayer request to you. Yes, Father God, you are jehovah jireh yes. the god who provides you provide our healing you provide our restoration yes. you provide us the authority to trample on yes. the lion and the serpent yes. so father god i just claim that over every single person here today father god let us walk in your authority but father god bring us into a more intimate love relationship with you each and every one of us father god yes, so, Father God, that we don't have to cry out, that we can just turn and speak to you as you are right there next to us. Because it says in your word, when yeah. we call out to you, you hear us. Yeah. And, Father God, I just claim that over every single person here today yes. in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I stand in agreement over every prayer request, Father God. Lord, I ask you to go and be with uh, the Pierce family, Father God. Haley, Lord, I know I just say, guide the surgeon's hand today, yes. Father, in the name Jesus of Jesus. Name. Father God, Lord, I just ask you, Lord, for every prayer request, Lord, Jesus. mentally, physically, and spiritually, spiritually, touch your children, touch them, Father God. Straighten that crooked path out right now. We claim our families, Father God, for you. We speak restoration right now in families in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you yes. hear us. I thank you, Father, that you answer us yes. when we cry out to you. I yes. praise you, Father. And I claim Psalms 91 over each and every one of these people online. And each, I already got her down. Each and every one of these people online and everyone in our family. 
Father God, the body of Christ is the family that you've given us. And I claim this over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Guys, we love, love you so much. We, we call you blessed and highly favored in Jesus' name. Guys, go out and be the hands and the feet of the body of Christ today. Let others see Jesus in you. Amen. Be the salt. Be the light. Don't hide it under a bushel. No, let it shine. Let, let it shine. Let, let it shine. shine. Hallelujah. Guys, we love you so love much, and we'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. Time. Amen. God bless you all. Hey, hey, Destiny. Hey, hey, Carrie. Amen. Uh, Saeed, uh, Rosie. Um, guys, we love you so much. Amen and amen. Love you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Share.